This is Good Together, the podcast that inspires you to create positive change in the world every day by being a conscious consumer. I'm your host, Laura Alexandra Wittig, founder of Brightly.eco, and I started this podcast a few years ago because I wanted a place to talk about the gray areas around sustainability and how being a conscious consumer can be challenging and confusing but it's totally doable. So join me in the name of reducing waste and living positively in the name of the planet. together listeners. I hope you're doing well today. Today is kind of a crazy day for me. I feel like I don't give you guys any insight into the behind the scenes. Um, And maybe we'll do an episode about that at some point. But yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'm the CEO and founder of Brightly, in addition to the host of this podcast. And, you know, sometimes we have crazier days than other. Um, And it's a Monday. So Monday morning when I'm recording this. So (laughs) there's a lot going on. But I wanted to You know, we try and do these solo episodes with me every once in a while because, you know, for better or for worse, I happen to have a lot of things thrown at me in the sustainability and conscious consumer product realm from time to time because of this podcast and because of how excited you guys are about conscious consumerism in general. So uh, we wanted to do an episode about clean beauty because it's it's a question that comes up constantly um, and. I know we've talked about the topic in different ways in previous episodes, um, but I just kind of wanted to give sort of my perspective um, as somebody who's talked with a lot of experts and has done kind of my own research. um, And also as somebody who, you know, has a, you know, a toddler, I have brightly, I have all other things going on in my world and I don't have a lot of time for like a super, detailed routine. I feel like if you would have asked me that maybe five, six years ago, I probably could have given you a much longer routine. So anyway, in this episode, we're going to talk about clean beauty. It's a complicated topic. Um, You know, on one hand, the term is pretty buzzy and can most of the time have more to do with marketing than it actually has to do with being greener. Um, But I would also say, similar to what we say on every episode, if you make intentional changes to the products that you use on a daily basis, you can make a difference. Like you can significantly reduce your individual environmental footprint from a beauty perspective without sacrificing, you know, efficacy. When it comes down to it, like the difference in these types of products on like who walks the walk comes down to, you know, research, um, materials, and just all of the above. So we're going to get into it. Um, So first off, before we start talking about like my routine and how I've kind of come to peace with, you know, maybe not being the most sustainable ever, and we'll talk about that. um, Let's just talk about like what clean beauty actually means. So the working definition of the term is beauty products that contain non-toxic ingredients that are either natural and those that are safely made in labs. So like, what? Like how many, (laughs) how many like uh, undefinable words did I just use in that definition, quote unquote, non-toxic, quote unquote, natural, 
and quote unquote safely made in labs. Like all three of those terms, there's not anything like backing them, if, if that makes sense. So the term clean beauty is made up basically. Um, you know, it, it, it can be confusing because different brands and different retailers define it in different ways. There's no FDA approval around clean beauty, but why would there be? I mean, the FDA doesn't do a lot in terms of this space in general. Um, but I'll tell you from my perspective, like if I'm going to say something is truly clean, it doesn't contain the yuck ingredients, right? And this is ridiculous that I have to use the word yuck because there's really not, you know, a standard yet. Um, but ingredients like parabens, formaldehydes, synthetic fragrances, phthalates, oxybenzone, there's a lot of these ingredients that, you know, are not good for your health. Um, and they're not good for the environment. And so if you think about it that way, we can talk about these quote unquote yuck ingredients and please don't quote me on that. Um, but any ingredient that has either been proven to or is highly suspected to, meaning like there is data to back this up, to do harm. So what are the benefits of clean beauty? Number one for you, clean beauty is safer both health and beauty wise. So I just talked about those yuck ingredients. Again, please, somebody, there's leaping bunny. There's a few different um, certifications we'll, we'll talk about. But like I said, there's not like one blanket term that doesn't, um, you know, it's not specifically backed up um, with, you know, specific intentions. Um, so what are the benefits of clean beauty? Number one, clean beauty is safer, like both health and beauty wise. So common chemicals found in many over-the-counter products include parabens and phthalates, like I mentioned earlier. Those things can specifically lead to hormone imbalances. Sulfates, which we all have heard a lot about sulfates, I think. The main TLDR of sulfates is that they can really just irritate your skin and your eyes. Um, there's something called polyethylene glycol, which can harm your skin's moisture barrier, which is what we don't want to be doing. There's also other glycols like propylene glycol, but butylene glycol. Um, in my notes here, we've got those things can actually weaken cellular and protein structures. Um, mineral oil is in a lot of stuff, but that can just cause, you know, poor clogging and, you know, potentially lead to acne. Um, and the big one, I think, is, and unfortunately, the one that we all kind of grew up using because it was in everything antibacterial was tr triclosan or triclosan. I, I'm not 100% sure how to say this users, but it is an antibacterial agent made of synthetic material that can hurt your thyroid functioning and degrade into dioxin, which is a major pollutant linked to long-term health conditions like cancer. Um, and I actually am somebody who is specifically obsessed with stuff going on my skin and the risk for cancer. Um, because I myself am a skin cancer uh, fighter. I am at a very high risk for melanoma. I have a million moles all over my body. And I've had some um, other less serious types of skin cancer. Um, and I think a lot of this had to do with the fact that I grew up in Texas. Um, I was a lifeguard. I, of course, put sunscreen on, but I didn't do it as much as I probably should have. I'm very fair skinned. I have red hair. Um, but the more and more I start to look into clean beauty and like the ingredients behind what is going on our skin, the more I'm also like, what are the odds that I was using some sunscreen or other items on my skin that actually 
you know, increase the risk of skin cancer. Like I can't totally throw out that possibility. Um, so anyway, I do think it's really, really important for us to think critically about what goes on our body, because like I say, your skin is your largest organ. Like there's just, there's a lot of, a lot of surface area, some more than others. <laughs> um, so those are just like a few ingredients that I look for. I also, again, I do my research to better understand the company that these items are coming from. So is the company one where the founder or whoever owns it has taken a scientific approach to things? Um, have they tried to assess the problem of quote unquote clean beauty in a way that actually makes sense and is something that I would do myself? Like, is it thoughtful? Is it um, recognizing that you might not be able to control every single element of your product, but doing the best you possibly can? Um, and, and really thinking through those, those footprints. I mean, we've had Tata Harper on the podcast before. I'm obsessed with her products. They're quite expensive. Um, so please, listeners, that is probably the most expensive anything I purchase for myself um, because I find that her products really work. Um, but again, I mean, it's there's a whole like, farm down in Vermont. You can listen to listen to that podcast with her. Um, but I truly believe in the way that they're sourcing those ingredients and they and the, the way that they think about the application. Um, so that's like, again, my not super scientific way of thinking through, is this something I want to purchase? Um, packaging is something we haven't talked about yet, but that's also something I think is really important. I mean, how many times have we all bought products that are in these like goofy tubes and like in addition to them being single use plastic they like prevent you from getting all the product out right like how many youtubes have you watched somebody like dismantling one of those like pump things and there's like a third of the product still left in there so like number one if you're using a product that comes in a goofy um container don't forget to like just dismantle that thing and get your money's worth because this stuff is not cheap a lot of the skincare that we we put on you know especially on our face. Um, so make sure you're getting everything. Um, there are some companies now that are trying to innovate with refillable beauty. I'm totally on board for this. Like using a lot of skincare, like most people do absolutely increases the amount of single use plastic that you, you uh, contribute to you know, the landfill, but it's not your fault. Like if, if you found a product that works really well for you, you're going to get it how you're going to get it. So you know, the more that we can just ask the companies and just say, hey, I'm obsessed with your product, but is there a way that you guys might consider doing a refill in the future or switching to um, a type of packaging that could be recycled easier? A lot of them will write you back and say, oh, but our plastic is recyclable. Eh, like we've talked about this ad nauseum. Most plastic cannot be recycled. Like, and, and people will tell you, oh, it can be blah, blah, blah. Most of the time it can only be recycled in very specific instances very specific facilities. And it's just unfortunately a consumer facing guilt that's put back on us to be the, the stewards of the packaging. I say we should not have it to begin with um, and ask the companies that we're working with to try and get on that reduction train because it, that is super important.
so, you know, I also, when I, when I think about, you know, I think about packaging, I think about ingredients, I think about testing, animal testing. No, like why on earth are we in a world where we're still testing things on animals? That's absurd. So making sure that that doesn't happen with my products that I put on my body. Um, the company, like I mentioned earlier, is transparent in the way they develop the products. Um, and I also like to look for products that are multi-use. So I feel like there's, you know, some things that are labeled as like a specific moisturizer, but maybe you can use it, um, as a spot treatment somewhere else, or, you know, that's kind of a strange example, but you know what I mean? Like not having to have one product for every single thing, like multi-use is great. It's ends up being cheaper for you. And, you know, it's one less product around. Okay, so once you decided you wanted to get more into clean beauty, you know I'm going to say this, but like first of all, don't throw everything away in your cabinet. Please use everything up. Um, please don't hoard things. I both because of my time when I worked at Sephora Corporate, um, and then my time just doing Brightly. I get samples sent to me all the time. Like don't hoard things, and I've gotten so much better at not doing that. So I typically once a year will go through my little stash and I will gift anything that I haven't used. Um, and I try and not say, oh, well, maybe I'm going to use that later. Like, no, it's going to expire anyway. So um, make sure you're using what you buy. And if it doesn't work for you, swap it with a friend. Like, just see who else wants to use it. Like, like let's not have this stuff go to waste. Um, you know, be mindful when you're shopping. Um, don't forget to use a good sale to stock up on things that work for you. Um, and, you know, again, just go slowly. Don't overthink things. If you're using something that you're obsessed with and it's not clean, I'm going to tell you that's okay. Like, I, you know, it is so hard, I think, to find products that work for um, our different needs, whether it's, you know, your skin type or, you know, a specific look you're trying to go for with your makeup. Like, I am not here to guilt you. I, I think, let me, let me think about this for a second. I was going to say, I think 100% of what I use to clean my body, what I use on my face, my makeup. I think that is all quote unquote clean beauty, but it's taken me a long time to get there. Um, so let me talk a little bit about some of the products I like. Um, none of these products have been sponsored or anything like that. I just, as somebody who has, has to come across a lot of products, I thought it might be useful to you um, if you're looking for some recommendations. So two tinted moisturizers that I love. So the first one is the budget pick. And it's one that I actually think stays on better than the second one. Um, but it doesn't give you the coverage as a second one does. So first one is it's um, a tinted moisturizer from a company called Andalou. Um, I believe it's Andalou Naturals. Uh, it's A-N-D-A-L-O-U. Um, and they have a, a, a tinted moisturizer that is for sensitive skin. I have crazy sensitive skin. Um, it's called A Thousand Roses CC Color, and it's got sunscreen in it. So when I tell you I'm obsessive about sunscreen, but I'm also obsessive about multi-use products, 100%. Like, if you can find a, um, you know, a base layer, like tinted moisturizer, et cetera, that has SPF in it, um, if you can find that, please do, because it's just one... Um, less thing you have to worry about, one less thing you have to buy, and you're going to be protecting your face from the sun. Okay, love that product. It smells really nice, and it kind of soothes my face when it goes on. I love it. 
Option number two, I've talked about this one before. It's an Ilia tinted moisturizer um, and it comes and I don't have my notes in front of me for this specific product, but it's, um, I think it's called this serum tint or something like that. So they have basically tried to take the concept of a serum, which typically comes in a dropper and is, you know, like an oil. This comes in a dropper, but it's got a tint to it. And that one I love. Um, it's more, it's slightly more expensive. Um, it has better coverage than the Andalou version. So if, if I'm like going to go out and meet some friends and I want to like have a little bit more coverage, then I'm going to use the Ilia version. If I'm just at home um, and I'm out in the backyard or, you know, taking a few zooms, I go all the way to Andalou. Um, another product I like from Ilia is their mascara. Um, I've tried a bunch of different clean mascaras and, um, this one to me seems to stay on really well, but it's also not um, like a waterproof version. I can't with waterproof stuff. Like it's so hard to get off my lashes. So this is my favorite for um, every day. Um, Ilia is a great company. We love them. I mean, they're a member of the 1% for the planet. Um, they don't use carbon black in their products. Carbon black has been known to cause potential issues. So I love it. Um, another super simple thing that I do every day is um, I use something called the Brilliant Eye Brightener from Thrive Cosmetics. Again, no one has paid to be on this podcast, please. On on the on this uh, on this perspective, right? Like, of course, we run ads, and you'll you'll hear those ads, but these are all just things I use. Um, and so, Thrive Cosmetics um, has this thing, like I just said, called the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's like this little stick that you just kind of put on your, um, lids, your, 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 um, eyelids, but you can also kind of put it in your, um, you know, various areas of your eye, um, uh, you know, around your eye guys. I am like the worst. Please don't have me do like a beauty video. I don't know the right terminology, but it's something that takes the place of eyeshadow. <laughs> and I think they say that you could like use it in the corners of your eyes, which I tried to do that. And I just looked weird. But anyway, I love this. I love this eye brightener. It's like eyeshadow in a stick. It does a really good job. It's vegan, cruelty-free, and there's some like natural smoothing ingredients in there like macadamia, which is kind of cool. Um I also love this. It's a relatively new to me brand and is focused on refillable packaging um and packaging that's made with recycled plastic. It's Lux. It's called Merit, Merit Beauty. And I found them actually when I went into Sephora because I was looking for a um, uh, concealer stick that was uh, clean. And so what I typically do, right, I talked about my tinted moisturizer. If I need additional coverage like under my eyes because I didn't get enough sleep or I just need, you know, some spot uh, coverage, I want a little concealer stick. And so I found this one from Merit. It's called the Minimalist Perfecting Complexion Stick. So I think maybe it's designed to be used all over your face. I just use it um, in small spots. It is kind of pricey, but it works really well. Um, so that's what I would say be like my clean, quote unquote, beauty routine. In terms of skincare, you know, I love Tata Harper. I alternate between, she's got a few different um, oils and serums that I use um, both at night and the daytime. Because I have such sensitive skin now, my skin's changed a lot. I even feel like post-pregnancy. She's a line called Super Kind, which is like really, really mild and it, it works wonders. So I love Tata Harper. I also love to use um, Youth to the People cleanser um, to wash my face. That stuff is amazing. 
Um, if you want even more of a budget pick from Youth to the People, there is something from um, something Essences. I'll, I'll figure this out, folks, and I'll put it in the, I can't, I think it's like, it's like Natural Essences? What a stupid name. I can't remember. But you'll recognize the brand when you when I put it in the show notes. They make an amazing tea tree oil uh, cleanser. My husband loves it. He really, it gets your face like super squeaky clean. It's great for acne prone um, faces, but it's also still pretty gentle. Um, I love that. I'm trying to think what else. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I do the full suite from Tata. Um, and I'm trying to think if I had any other good moisturizers. I mean, one tip I can give you is um, if you're shopping at some of these sustainable grocery places like um, Thrive Market, Whole Foods, go just go down the, the aisle there. I mean, there's so many like classic clean brands like Acure. Um, I talked about Andalou. There's a bunch. Um, and you can just kind of go and experiment. And typically the stuff that you'll find in either that virtual or real uh, real life grocery aisle at like a clean grocer or sorry, a organic or natural grocer, um, you're going to find some good stuff that's going to be, you know, budget friendly and also work really well. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. This is just a really quick, quick, fun one. We wanted to jump in um, and and do a, a solo episode with me. If you have questions about like, you know, if you want me to do more like budget recommendations or cause, cause I can, um, I just wanted to hop in with what I'm using right now. We can do that. Um, I can also bring on more founders from some of these businesses. If you'd like me to talk to them about like why they decided to develop products a specific way, or maybe if we want to get into like a specific ingredient that you're curious about, um, let me know. Like, I'd love to talk more about clean beauty if that's something that you're interested in. So let us know, send us a DM on Instagram or Facebook or wherever you like to take part. Um, you know, we were on TikTok, of course. Um, you can send us an email. And as always, please, this is an open line of communication. I want to make sure that we're we're making content that you love. Um, and we really appreciate you being on the journey with us as a conscious consumer. So hope you have a great rest of your day. Um, <laughs> I hope I do too. Happy Monday to me at recording. I know our episodes come out later in the week, but that's how it is for me. Um, and yeah, thanks so much for being a, a good together listener. And we'll we'll catch up more soon. joining us on another episode of Good Together. To get show notes and more, head to brightly.eco slash podcast. Finally, don't forget to join in on the conversation with us on social media. You'll find us on almost everything at brightly.eco. Don't forget, we're all on this journey together. So have fun putting the planet first and stay curious.